It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yes We back Y'all know We here Mm-hmm. Black History Year. What's good? Yeah, Black History Year about to kick off the month soon. Uh, yeah. Other than that, man, shit, I'm just enjoying the fact of being black. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Standing on two feet up under the sun, shit. That's 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 shit, shit. That's how I'm feeling. I um, I had cranked back up that old Goody Mob Black Ice record, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, I got the car Sky back. High. Yeah, yeah, that's my shit. So I, uh-huh. you know, I put that on on a good Sunday drive, and you know, it got a whole like it, it feels totally new to me now. You know what I'm saying? Listening to it on the back end of this, you know what I'm saying? Where you know, it's like they 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 were. It's almost like you know what I'm saying in a in a certain space they dreaming and and touching the things that they never touched before. Then they woke up mm-hmm. and they seen the sun sky high. You know what I'm saying, and it just feels like nigga, you wake up and see the sun, and realize that you got another motherfucking chance to go get all that shit that you was touching. You know what I'm saying, and and. That's how I felt about it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure the song got whatever meaning they had when they wrote it. And it meant something else when I listened to it the last time. But that's how I felt when I put it put it on on Sunday. And I just had that bitch rolling. And um, I was like, man, this shit, this is a dope-ass record, man. Like, they, it's like a bunch of friends came together and was fucking around and, and that hook came about. Like the way they say it, you know what I'm saying? Like different niggas chiming in at different times. And then they all went in and did their verses, right? Two, two, three separate groups. You know what I'm saying? At least two, Goody Mob and Outkast. Maybe a side nigga, I don't know. Maybe it was just Goody and Outkast. But mm-hmm. either way, they all got different flows, but they all had the exact same intensity. All the way through the record. You know what I'm saying? And the niggas flowed on that shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, and when you're young, it's hard to follow and understand the lyrics. But as an older, you like, damn, these niggas was actually sp- spitting this shit. You know what I'm saying? They say blues and hues and dilapidated wood, nigga. It's just explaining the fall, nigga. <laughs> that nigga Dre was spitting. Yeah. Yeah, nah, it was tough. I just remember Big Boy coming in. Now, who done stepped in? That nigga B.I.G. the secret weapon. What? Yeah, man. They 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 were a hell of a collective, man. Are they the last collective that we seen in hip hop where it's so like uh like dynamic? I'm trying to nah, think. Of, I mean, official I in a, an official collective. Oh, but, I guess. But oh, odd future. But you say our future. I would say the Gucci Man Collective is unparalleled. You would call that a collective? Oh, well, who would like Waka, OJ, no, no, and no. all that? No, you got Waka, OJ, Man? but you got Gucci. Got everybody that's popping came from under Gucci some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? The Migos, yeah, but that's different. I, you don't I'm think not, that's different? I'm not saying that okay, it's different. Ahead. I'm not saying that they were 
a, a, a organic collection that worked under the same roof every day towards the same goal. But he was able to see all this different talent before it was something and bring it under his roof for a time. And then, you know what I'm saying, they all go out and make their own way. But, you know, he had mm-hmm. he had young Dolph under his roof. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he, he got, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of motherfuckers that came from under his roof. And, you know, other motherfuckers that he just collabed with early. So I can't say, like I said, it's not an official collective, but... You know what I'm saying? His his ability to to take the new and and turn it into something is unparalleled to me. Yeah, I, I see that. I know a lot of people call him the one of the South's greatest A and R's, and I see that. I see all the fruit from his tree. But what I'm talking about, I'm just talking about like the collective, like. Uh, whether it's Native Tongues, whether it's Dungeon Family, I can't think of too many else off the top of the head. Uh, I forgot what the Gangstar Foundation, what their what their squad was called, or I mean, Don Dre and them, um, Dre and them, <laughs> Dre and them, yeah. You said who? Uh, Trill, um, Trill. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, or even like, um, I guess Soul Quarians or whatever, what I'm thinking of was like, yeah, that's the group. When they I, all jumping groups. on a record, displaying the the breadth of the group, like this is the squad. You know, yeah. when you think of like, uh, you think of Black Ice, or you think of Watch for the Hook, or you think of Scenario, or you think of you know, um, fucking. Roller skating jam called Saturday, all of that type of shit. Like where it's like, oh, and we got the whole squad on this record. Like nigga, we all in this bitch right now. How you said, like you could feel the energy of all of them jumping in and out on the hook. Like you could just feel like, oh shit, this is this is a moment. This is Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this is the whole fucking. Everybody in this bitch, everybody, everybody here, attendance is 100%. Everybody got a verse. Niggas, the pressure is on because you do not want to be the one in this whole collective with the, you don't want to be the weakest link, you know? So it's that type of vibe. That's what I was thinking, like, um, who's doing that now? You know, like, who's doing that now? I see a lot of collaboration you know, uh, <clears throat> they may not be all under an umbrella, but there's a lot of people that are, are collaborating. Even just, even, you know what, even go to further, it's like, what's been one of the last posse cuts? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's even a thing as much anymore. You know, like, I know One Train was a big one, like, for, like, the newer generation, um, with all of them cats on it, with like all of the new cats. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Y'all let me know. If you're listening, let me know what I'm missing. Because I, I love that energy. I love that energy of when everybody is just, and it's, you know, I guess also it could be tough to do it in the day of, yo, I'm emailing my verse to you. Check your phone. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, I just did this in front of my laptop. You know what I'm saying? Real fast. And it was very, the the mood was very chill. 
The <laughs> mood was very chill, you know, but who knows? I mean, the people got go their people got their crews, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, TD TDE Top Dog got their crew, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Baby Keem and now and you know, like I said, Gucci do got people up under him that's under under his thing, you know what I'm saying? Pooh Shiesty right. and all the other motherfuckers he fucked with over there. Um, but you know, Rich Gang was you know Young Thug and Rich Homie Quan and you know all that little shit. But right. you know, again, it's it's hard to it's hard to keep up because there's so many people out there, you know, and you got so many unofficial crews and no, you know, nobody really. Everybody got their own before shit. Native's tongue probably didn't have no LLC. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody mm-hmm. is a company and a thing and an entity right. and it's laws and it's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's different. Yeah. Shit, yeah. they barely yeah, kept the dungeon together for a couple albums, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> it would have been and it would have been interesting if I mean it could still happen. I mean, certain people are gone now, but like if Gucci did have a record where he kind of showcased the fruit from his tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all of them cats get on there for like a verse or something like that. And you just like, okay, you know, like it's just, it's something to that. It's mm-hmm. something to that. Um, <clears throat> speaking of black ice though, man. Uh, <laughs> yo, I, I remember the, I remember uh, I was picking up some black ice at Walmart this past weekend some black ice air freshener you know that's my air freshener and i'm thinking that's like i don't know why but i'm just thinking that's like the black air freshener feeling like you know what i mean like that's the most militant ass that's my oh, activism shit. you know and then i'm thinking uh, you was I see on this the white ice. guy I think it was cold it was cold uh-huh. oh no Mm-mm. thinking about thinking about the cabin and the whip Speaking of the whip, was were you blasting Black Ice and Merlot? Was of this course, one of the of comeback course, yeah. records? Was, okay, com- talk that about was it. The comeback record. No, nah, it was just cool. That was it. Nice day. Okay. It was the Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Sunday morning. You went to my spot and and you know what I'm saying, picked up my 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 breakfast items. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just rolled, you know? And just got to thinking. Got to understanding what I need to do about myself and then keeping it, you know, in a, to a space of inspiration and, and utilizing, you know what I'm saying, it, utilizing the car and the music and the sound and the time and the space for what it was meant to be used for. You know what I'm saying? Like like my daughter, she always be like, you need to sell this car. Why don't you just... You know what I'm saying? Why don't you just sell it? Because, you know, when we go, people offer to buy it. She's like, why don't you just sell this car? I'm like, nigga, because it's mine. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> it's mine. And I like to be able to roll in a, in a motherfucking rolling museum. It's a different. It's like a tie. I don't I don't understand what the difference is, but it's just different. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you rolling and it's not in a current situation and you just – you just rolling, you know what I'm saying? You kept your shit clean, your engine running good, paint shining. You know what I mean? It feel good to just be rolling, you know what I'm saying? Listening to some music in your own space. That's some black man shit. I'm sure white man got their shit too, but I've never been white man, so that's some black-ass <laughs> black man shit. 
Yeah. You know, spinning in a in a conversation piece, but yeah, I feel you on <clears throat> just being in your whip, right. playing your music and cruising. <laughs> and no, I feel you. That's a that's a level. It's like how Superman. So about white men, that's how Superman had the Fortress of Solitude. Right. You know, that's what it is. It's your rolling Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, you could just that. enjoy life and, and see that, see the world pass by as you just whip through that shit. You know, especially, especially if you, you know, you got good shocks and struts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> your shit. You know what I mean? You do. You just kind of ambling through. You know, gliding through the bumps and the bruises of life. I feel you, and I'm like, shit, man. I'm trying to hold on because I've been thinking about. <clears throat> there's been. I've had the thought of. I don't even like talking about it, but I've had the thought of selling my whip, and I don't know if I want to do it. Mm -hmm. But I will say this: it's funny because uh, shout out to my man Jeremy. He was one of the first cats that even had me think about, even consider that. Like you know, I, I define myself as a driver. I love mm -hmm. to drive. You know, I love the whip. And um, my man Jeremy, he definitely a driver. Like he work on cars and and he race cars and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So, but he um. I think so one of his whips and he was just telling me yo nah you know i'm just i navigate differently now I do this do that he was telling me all like the little options and things of that nature and uh in that moment i wasn't the most receptive but i was i listened but i wasn't it just i didn't feel like it applied to what i wanted to do mm -hmm. but as of late i do feel like and i've said this and i've like i've i've been you know i've been doing a lot of self-auditing you know what I'm saying? Like emotionally, financially, everything, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about, and I'm sure if we listen back to some of these past episodes, I feel like at least the top three thing that I have been very much upset about to where the shit, even the mere mention of it, will trigger an emotional and a noticeable rise in my blood pressure is <laughs> when I talk about the congestion tax, the oncoming congestion tax. Mm -hmm. and, I and I think that New York City, I've said this before, I feel like New York City is in the midst of a war on drivers. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit... <clears throat> To stay driving, bro, you got... It is it is a motherfucking premium. Mm. And when you run the numbers, it don't even look the same. But it's a different... It's a different... It's like... I love being able to pull off when I'm ready to pull off. Get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Get or get on the road at whatever time I want to get on the road. Listen to whatever the fuck I want to listen to, man. I hate. I hate it when I'm I'm on the edge of the platform and I'm looking Ooh. down the tunnel and I'm waiting for this fucking train to come and this shit ain't come for the last 25 minutes and oh shit I hear something coming nah nigga that's the garbage train ah shit ain't this a bitch at least you they know. got the signs that tell you the time nowadays yeah but half that shit don't even be for real some of that shit be getting remixed. But it is what it is. I mean, it's it's one of those things. The beauty of, I guess, living in New York City. 
I don't know, I dog. Mean, I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah. You know, I can't tell no auditor yeah, to, to me. audit their own self the way that I'm thinking. But yeah. I don't see how you do it. You've been a driver for uh, shit yeah. a whole wow. lot of years, and you like yeah, to get yeah. the you like to get to Atlantic City and Philly and and Long Island and yeah. shit. You ain't gonna be able to do yeah, that man. shit on the mass transpo the way you want to do it. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We'll see. Everything's under review. But yeah, no, this is that a lot of thoughts, <laughs> a lot of thoughts and prayers. <laughs> you know what I mean? We gotta see what it is. We gotta see what it is. But shout out to Goody Mob. Shout out to Outcast, the Dungeon Family. Shout out to Little Trees, and shout out to Black Ice. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, man. sir. Thank you, Black Ice, yeah, for for yes. getting me through the weekend and pushing me, propelling me into the week. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that would be a, a, a that was a suitable throwback that instantly connected with the energy that I needed. Mm. Yeah, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That is what it is, man. Signing yeah. <clears throat> with you. What else is going on? <laughs> um, shit. <clears throat> What's happening with me, man? I'm chilling, dude. Um, doing shows, you know what I'm saying? Doing spots here and there around the city. Um, you know, like uh, ticking away at this to-do list, feeling good about certain things, getting certain shit done. Um, corresponding with, you know, uh, situations, creating opportunities and things of that nature. Uh Watching a few of these award movies, I told you a screener season. So I've been watching, been watching a few movies. I've seen The Color Purple just recently. I watched uh, American Fiction again. I watched Poor Things, uh, and that's about. I think that's about it off the top of the head. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I think. What I've been noticing, I guess we could kind of, it'll touch on what we'll talk about a little later, but I've definitely been seeing, oh, what I was watching, I watched Griselda. Mm-hmm. Um, I see there's a, a strong wave of feminism in popular culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely apparent in a lot of storylines and narratives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm all about uh, feminism and strong women and things of that nature, you know. Um, It's interesting to see how it's playing out in a lot of these these productions, you know, whether I'm talking about poor things or I saw the Barbie movie a while back or even, um, you know, from it ranges Griselda. Mm-hmm. True detective. Like some do it a little better than others. Some do it a little heavy handed. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, all right, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> uh, I think, you know, some do it better than others. And I think that anytime that there's some type of uh, narrative or whatever, or messaging that's trying to be put across. I love it where it's like artfully done, kind of there's some subtlety, some nuances there. Mm-hmm. 
but it's not like heavy handed. You know, like it's not like message, you know what I mean? Like whether it's feminism, whether it's, you know, you know, gender, sexuality, race, when it's like, okay, I caught that. That was smooth. I like that. That was that was fly. Mm -hmm. Like I look at it like I look at it like cologne. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I like to wear cologne, but then there's a thin line between, you know, wearing cologne and letting that shit, you know. It's just, you just loud. Right. You know what I mean? You just like, yo, what's up with you? You know what I mean? Right. So it was just interesting just seeing some of the things, some of some of how it uh how it uh manifested in some of these um these programs. I thought it was interesting. Like I like I was watching Griselda and it was like um a friend of mine was like, it's like a, a feminist narcos. You know what I'm saying? But what what but and, what was it really? <clears throat> What was it? Was it really? Are you asking me? That's what it was. <laughs> no, no, it was. It was, but it was just like, it was a little, all right, we get it. Go home and be a housewife. Like they said that shit about 10 times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's the glass ceiling on the Coke game and all of this shit. <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> Nigga. I get it. It's probably the worst <laughs> glass, glass ceiling of them all in the dope game. It probably is. I never had to, I never, and look, I got the privilege of being a guy, unfortunately, you know what I mean? Not unfortunately, but you know, that's why it feels, you know, I'm already out here on the pier. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to our women listeners. But um, I was just like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was just, and it's probably true, but I never thought about that. I never thought about that. So it was just very interesting to see that because, you know what it made me look at? Because there is, and it's just how it's, how it's portrayed and I guess it goes beyond feminism right it mm -hmm. goes beyond it goes into like how the story is told right right because in the same week weekend that I watched Narcos Griselda mm -hmm. I definitely watched this last episode of Raising Canaan which is the rock episode mm -hmm. this was the rock episode she was the thread that brought the whole shit through mm -hmm. now she's a woman as well the way she be moving through, and obviously it's just the, you know, it's a different approach to it. It's the everything, like the shit is still similar, <clears throat> uh, you know, similar adversity. But it's just interesting how it it plays out. Like, um, and not to get too deep into, I mean, we can talk about it, but like, I liked Griselda all the way up to like to the fifth episode, and then it started getting a little silly. But, but not silly, but it just started getting a little crazy. She started smoking crack all of a sudden. She no, was just nigga, smoking she crack was and going crack crazy. The whole, she was snorting coke the whole time, and she was snorting coke. But it was like it was it wasn't as uh, crackish severe. Yeah, it nigga, was you start smoking crack. <laughs> crack is crack. No, I know, but I mean. <laughs> She turned into a full-blown crackhead in, like, the span of 45 minutes. Nigga, they only had like five, was, episodes, six episodes. I one. mean, but damn. And two, she, she wasn't a crackhead, per se. She wasn't on the streets and dirty. She was still no. fly. They, she thought she it was, was just fly. erratic as exactly. fuck. She was wild. She was wild. Yeah. She was, and as we know, bugging. as we know, and my, me, myself, personally, I watched mm -hmm. 
whenever it came out, what, Thursday? So Friday, I probably watched up until episode five. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, in one uh-huh. shot. And I could have went and knocked the other two out. But I was really done because once you reach the apex, you already know the rest of the story. You know what I'm saying? The dope little story right. ends the same goddamn way. You know what I'm saying? One or two ways. It's the same trajectory Scarface took. By the time you get to the point where he got tigers and 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 cussing out the people at the restaurant, you know it's over. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, almost like you don't yeah. want to see the rest of it. All right, I'm good. I got the come up part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's probably true. So yeah, that's true. That's it, true. It wasn't really because she was a woman. It's really because they what people try to say about the coat game. You know what I'm saying? And and the courage, the the powdery courage of Coke. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, be clear. I'm not talking about when it got silly or jumped off the, the rails as of being a uh her being a woman. No, I I, I attribute that to her being a crackhead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and and to your point and to your point about the Coke game uh arc. You know the arc of the uh, the 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 kingpin or queenpin. It is yeah. You against all odds. You get to the apex. Then like what Carmen was telling her. You know you fight. You fight. You fight. You fight off everybody that didn't believe in you. Then next thing you know you just fight. Next thing you know you're fighting yourself. Right. And she was like, "Bitch, I don't trust you. I kill you, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the shit was just so sudden. I was like, "She gonna hit that pipe again?" She's hit that pipe like Maggie in the pacifier. She be like, "Oh, let me but hit this pipe." Yeah, she oh, thought that man. shit was fly, nigga. Everybody uh, in the yeah, beginning man. be thinking that shit is fly. You know yeah, what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. it is, but you know, when you when you dealing with a a woman in the streets, you know, we ain't even gonna deal mm-hmm. with the corporate the corporate world and the regular shit. Right. But the streets is so just dominated by nothing but brute force and strategy right. and fucking at the end of the day, I could kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd like be the biggest difference mm-hmm. of the streets and the corporate. It's like, nigga, somebody can actually beat your ass and kill you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because no HR. No HR. Yeah. No HR at all. So just ER. But but when you yeah. when you start seeing these these stories told in that manner, you know what I'm saying? Then you look at just look at, at Louie. Louie ain't catch a break even when she was big. You know what I'm saying? When she put the shit together and got big, yeah. Louie ain't catch no break. Everybody everybody had bad news for Louie, even when Kirk Franklin was doing all his crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Making bad decisions and shit like that. Everybody blamed that shit on Louie. You know what I'm saying? Because there is a certain way that people look at positions in the street. And there's certain mm-hmm. things that she do have to go up against. You know what I'm saying? And it's, that's why, you know, you don't hear as many women kingpin because the women that's in the streets, they learn how to do that shit in a way to keep that shit up off of them, to, to circumvent the ceiling. Right. But The hate. Yeah, and all that shit, mm-hmm. but do that shit in a way that that they could get away with it without that being turmoil for them. Because in the streets, you, that's the last thing you need is some extra turmoil just because of your color, your sex. So... The people, the people that I know that was in the streets, that's women, they just handled themselves in a certain kind of way. 
And then shit, some of them did smoke crack and and become erratic. And that was the downfall. You know what I'm saying? Because that first era of of crack users, they ain't know no better. They thought that shit was just as as fucking um, sexy as as coke. That's coke. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And... And then it turned out not to be. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you can't tell Whitney and them that that shit was finna be turning into a real problem. You know what I'm saying? That's just some rich, sexy shit. That me, Eddie Murphy, Daryl Strawberry getting into. Maybe not Eddie, but shit. Dallas. Yeah, I was about to hit you with an alleged. Yeah, yeah, I, saying, I ain't saying that he was on struck. the crack, yeah. but he was in the potty scene and they was all hanging out. So that shit mm. probably was floating around on trays and shit. Like, that was like uh, Griselda son told, like, motherfucker, he was giving this shit away like appetizers. <laughs> what yeah, you mean? She definitely was. <laughs> Cracking cocaine and gold chains. You know what I'm saying? That shit was wild. You talking about don't wild. use. You, you got a nose full of nose candy right now. <laughs> Shut you shit man. up. You know? <clears throat> there. There is, from what I've seen, I mean, I've never indulged in it, right? But just from just from the propaganda and the you know the the content that has spawned, has spawned, there seems like there is, and I think it's far and away, there's no drug that has a better lifestyle uh, component than cocaine. You know, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate because there's a, it could get bad for you, but and the shit is there's an arc, there's an arc. It's not even an arc. There's a there's a there's a, a slippery steep ass cliff, you know. But when that shit, when you see the little propaganda, you see the movies and shit like that, them little cocaine parties, everything looking like GTA, you know, that, especially if you mix a little Miami and there's some sunshine and some fucking champagne and there's some teal, you know what I mean, and all of this other shit, it just, it looks like it is jumping, some, you know. It, it's, it almost feels like, <clears throat> it almost feels like on a certain level too, it feels like a template, you know? Like, it feels like some of them, like the mutiny bar, mm -hmm. it felt like some shit that I see in the Scarface. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just felt like this the Coke party. This is what the Coke party looked like, right. you know, at least in this era. You know what I'm saying? There's various different Coke parties, but the, the, the festival of cocaine, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like... It was it was definitely that, and it's it's de it's definitely you know that moment you know sometimes you go to a club and it may not be in the best neighborhood and you may peep that oh it looked like some shit is gonna pop off there's potential you can kind of feel it spider senses is is tingling a bit, but before that shoe drop. That shit is is something. No, and you could just feel. I mean, you absolutely, you absolutely yeah. correct, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just for me. I mm. was I was unfortunate and fortunate enough to be around enough people that snorted coke mm -hmm. and dealt coke and been around coke mm -hmm. to see the other side of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. On one hand. Right. 
I mean, one of the flyest cats I knew. You know what I'm saying? This was Versace in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Not even like the 90s when everybody was doing it. This nigga had his own fucking style. He'd be like, with, you know what I'm saying? He was a little older than he was older than me, of course, but you know, with Kango and Versace and like the nigga was fresh. You know what I'm saying? This is Trailblazer. The only nigga that mm-hmm. I knew that, that I actually knew at the time for true killed somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Nigga tried him in the restaurant yeah. and nigga told him, Yeah, you be here when I get back. And then shit, when the oh. nigga walked out, he walked out behind him and blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? And the body the body was still there. You know what I'm saying? A couple hours later when we got out of school. And it was like, damn, this nigga had the persona of a giant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was like, uh, uh, he was like from a street family, but the nigga was like smart, like genius IQ smart type nigga that knew karate. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> This nigga had all the attributes. In the masjid, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Learning the fruit of Islam, oh, self-defense, you know what I'm saying? Spirituality. Yeah. Yeah, you got all the sliders. Yeah, like, like, you know, you do your 2K. Yeah, yeah go ahead, like the nigga you don't really want to fuck with. You know, in the hood, you don't want to fuck right. with a nigga that could joke real good or that could fight real good, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? This nigga smart yeah. and could fight real good and could kill you mm-hmm. and would kill right. you. Right. So he had all of the, all of the checking off all the box. Like, damn, this nigga cool. But the nigga cocaine habit mm. started the show. You know what I'm saying? So now you mm-hmm. nigga around and his nose running. And you like, damn, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get, your, get your nose, my nigga. You know right. what I'm saying? That's nasty. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, you go go to the spot. You go to the bathroom. You hit a nigga way outside. Ah! Like, what the fuck is going on with you? You know what I'm saying? This shit is fucking with his urology and shit. And it's like, nigga, this shit ain't cool. That shit ain't cool at all. So you start to see, you start to notice the, the, the coke stroke and all of the effects of niggas that's doing coke. And that shit do not look sexy no more. And you like, man, yeah. not me, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Those are the, those are the third act. <laughs> Uh, characters, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, we keep them out of the exposition yeah. and the uh, and the, the, the yeah. But these used That's to be the main characters. Montage. These used to be the main yeah. characters. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. This is right after. This is right before you turn the shit off. Right. right after you about to turn it off, you be like, I, I, can't watch this I already know the rest yeah. of the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. The music change. Yeah, they, shit get real somber. Down yeah, like man. once you get to the top, buddy. Ain't, in the movies, ain't mm-hmm. nothing left but down. <laughs> It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Like, Nobody want to see that. Yeah, watch Scar. Yeah. If I watch Scarface, when I do watch it, I watch it all the way to after he blow up. Don't blow up the car. Like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah this man. shit finna be a problem after this. <laughs> right, right. Here we go. Yeah, the drop. Yeah. But um, but overall, I I enjoy. I'm a, I, I fuck with Sofia Vergara. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I saw that she was even doing it, you know, her being from Columbia and all of that, I was like, oh, this shit going, this going to be hard. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. There some people in there like, uh, I forget homegirl's name, but the one, the woman that played Carmen, she was also in that show Bookie on HBO. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I fucked with her from that. So that was cool. I, I, I liked her character. Um, you know the car. I like the I liked how they did it. It was cool. Right, I just right. the last two episodes kind of it just felt a little bit um maybe a little rushed, rushed, rushed maybe they could over the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, you know. I mean, yeah. it was a real thing. Yeah. It ain't like they made this shit up per se, but right. it was definitely rushed. Definitely, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, you, They were sliding through the power universe, definitely. Yeah, it was a couple moments when it was that. It was Well, you know, and I've, I've said this before. I've been saying this because I've been watching a lot of these uh, on various levels. Everybody ain't uh, uh, at the super top. Some people are hustling and, and you know, these are, these are, you know, different levels of the hierarchy. But one thing, and we'll talk about a little later, I'm still struck by and I'm inspired by is, you know, in the drug game, these face-to-face meetings. Let's make these shits happen. I love that shit. I love a, ain't no emails being sent. These things is pulling up wherever we at. And it don't got to be a long meeting. We ain't got to do a whole lot of piggybacking or nothing like that. Look, all I need is about seven to ten minutes. Yeah, nigga, hold a drink. I don't even need a drink. Now nah, I'm cool on the coat. This is what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is coming in with their vision. What's going on? This is what I need. Let me know. You know what I mean? Yay, nay. I Okay. Thank you. I'm ready. Strong handshake or fuck you then. You'll remember. You know, one of them. But um, I love that. I love the, the hustle and the network. And it may, it may have to do with the cocaine of it all. Yeah. Man, had to do with that, you yeah, know. Yeah, the cocaine, the, the light of the number yeah. of episodes, but them niggas mm-hmm. were show doing some big ass multi million dollar deals oh, over the yeah. course of, of of a half a scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if that, if a half a scene, that mother, there's a few other. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker snuck that damn key into America and sold that bitch within twenty four hours, nigga. Not not, not oh, knowing nobody. <laughs> and got robbed, got robbed, robbed it back, all in twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that shit was wild. That shit took Franklin six episodes before he was able to get his coke mm-hmm. back, get his get his shit back together. Shit was wild. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that shit, that shit be moving. Oh man, that shit be moving. Nobody, yeah, I guess nobody wanna to see the real time of it all. Uh, they, that shit, that'd be like a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah, six episodes, twenty seven hours. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right now, we this is getting boring. I thought I thought cocaine was more exciting. I'll show you tonight. What? Right, <laughs> right. How exactly. you gonna invite these people? Exactly. <clears throat> so, all right, then. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. It'd be bigger than you've ever seen. Niggas be like, okay, you got it. Oh, you're higher. Yeah. It's always you're higher. You're higher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Handshake. Handshake don't always mean handshake, though. It's, it could still nah, come with a double cross, nah, but we going to shake hands in the cross. party. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, nah, Grisada oh, was, was cool, man. That's some good weekend watching. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Some, it was fun. Some, it was fun, man. Yeah. <clears throat> shit. Yeah. Man. All right. What's shit? Anything? Uh, anything yeah, else what on what? Which what? Now I was gonna say anything else going on with you, or you wanna? We could jump right into yeah, these already, television. We already in them. <laughs> yeah, we here now. We here now. I'm gonna say this before we go any further. I mean, you could. We still go into. We could still talk about. Oh, we might want to talk about these uh these playoffs real fast. Oh man, but, playoffs. My goodness! It did not happen. Did not no, happen the way we no, thought it no, was. No, not it a Black not History. Uh, you know what I'm saying it's very. <clears throat> this is what I hate about the whole shit. 
Go ahead. Ain't the system. I you know if the system is rigged, it's rigged. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate, you know what I'm saying? Like when a nigga lose, you know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. like somebody that the niggas is rooting for. Then we gotta spend mm-hmm. the rest of the off season talking about this mother, psychoanalyzing the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He be like, man, you just like my my TV on mute through the rest of the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, nobody don't want to hear none of that shit. Nobody don't want to hear shit about neither one of these motherfuckers either. <laughs> so I don't want to hear about Purdy. You know what I'm saying? I already know we don't hear about Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? All these other Super Bowls, shit. I'm cool. Watch that shit on mute you know, to the Usher concert. Come on. I'm curious if uh, <clears throat> it'd be an interesting. I don't know. We could do a poll or whatever a survey. Was it harder losing way back in the day, or was it? Part of me was it easy? It's never easy to lose, but was it easier to get over the loss way back in the day? Or now, and the reason is, to your point, right? So someone like Lamar Jackson, yeah, they are doing an autopsy of everything that went wrong with that man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They telling you <clears throat> how the lights got too bright and how we thought this was going to happen, but this is not, it didn't happen, and maybe he's not the man for the job and this, whatever, whatever, and this, this you know, the collapse of it all. Mm-hmm. And it's all of that. And it's intense, but it probably lasts two weeks. Mm-hmm. Whereas back in the 70s, you know, there wasn't as much sports media. So maybe on the local news, they talk about it with a little bit of disappointment because it's the local news. They was invested. You know what I mean? But after that, it's only maybe when you pop up in public and maybe you had a beer, you got the bar and you just enjoying life, about to get yourself a drink, and then a fan stumbles up, mm-hmm. drunk than a motherfucker, talking about a fucking playoff loss that happened seven years ago. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder which one is worse. I wonder which one is worse. Cause it feels like, I mean, not to say that Lamar can't get this shit seven years from now, but it feels like people kind of get that shit out of their system. And it spins, mm. and then you got another season or whatever. But whereas it's like, you know, like the people that never really got to purge it, that shit's still sitting on their heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, they walk it, they run up on Dan Marino. Yeah, they might get punched in the, in the mouth. airport. <laughs> they might get, oh, for sure, for sure. He might get jabbed, but he still won't have some grievances he want to air that he's been holding on to since 89. Right. You know what I mean? See, but two, uh, I'm curious. Two what things you think? change. You know what I'm saying? You know, one, the 24 hour uh, cycle of news cycle of of sports. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can check in on sports 24 hours a day on 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 the Sports Center reruns, fucking the internet. You know every single person's contract. You can Google any person's contract, what they getting paid, and how much they proceed to be worth. You can go and tap in then. Then outside of that 24-hour cycle of, of news, then you had the added addition of the actual fans. The, you know what I mean? And them niggas got 24-hour access to fucking with you or whoever else they want to fuck with regarding their team or against their team. So now you, you got both. And while it might drop off the news cycle, 
these people on the internet, they don't stop. You know what I'm saying? They live for this shit. You know what I mean? They'll talk football all year, all summer. You know what I'm saying? Then the draft mm-hmm. come up, be like, don't don't pick a nigga like Lamar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you're getting to the season. Ah, he ain't, he, I don't know if he's going to even make it as far as he made it last year. The lights are too bright. You know what I mean? Then you, you know, you got to prove people wrong from the time you wake up. You know what I'm saying? On training day all the way through. You know what I mean? So they, the, the talent these days, they deal with a lot more people. But again, they grew up with this shit. They, you know, they understand it. They know what to do. You know what I'm saying? When they need to turn it off, I'm sure they turn it off. Well, if they get if they get bugged by it, they're gonna have to go see their therapist to figure out how not to get bugged by it, and all that shit, man. It's part of the game now. Like, shit, everybody depends. That's why Taylor Swift is the biggest story in sports because everybody depends on that shit, <laughs> on people talking about this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, look, unpopular opinion. I'm not mad at Taylor Swift getting all the love she getting. I'm not. You know, look, man. She was Taylor Swift before she started fucking with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey was Travis Kelsey before he started fucking with Taylor Swift. She's a big star. These motherfuckers see a lane. They like to your point. They they want to get some eyeballs. So they definitely gonna focus on put camera one. Put it on her. Put it on her. Like it is what it is. And what I appreciate. Is she seemed like she play it kind of chill. Mm-hmm. She she seems genuinely there to support and is not trying to steal no shine. She just of note. You know what I'm saying? Is I can't, I can't, you know, shit, I'm of note. I can't dim my light. I'm still, you know what I mean, fucking popular as fuck. But I'm in here doing a weird swag surf. But more often than not, I'm cheering, I'm excited, and I'm in the box. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking it. They over here with the cameras. I'm not doing a whole lot, but you know, it is who it is what it is. I am who I am, unfortunately. So many people are like, man, I can't stand this shit. Fucking the NFL up. This is ridiculous. I'm tired of the shit. And it's like, all right. I mean, I get it. You know, it is bringing another element to it that niggas wasn't counting on. Yeah. It was, (laughs) you know, it was the first time I went. To a, a a boxing party, right? And you, you know, uh-huh. I'm in college, so I, I ain't grown yet. So I'm, I haven't, I wasn't used to all kinds of people coming, showing up for a thing. But you know, when Mike Tyson right. came out, shit, everybody was coming. You know what I'm saying? The men, the women, everybody. And when I knew shit had changed, it was it was two things. It was this: I knew shit had changed when we had the boxing match and. Somebody, one of the girls yelled out, ooh, he's sexy. you like, what? <laughs> that got to do right. with what's going on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, damn, shit has changed. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's happening. Yeah. Shit is changing. Shit is constantly changing. Different yeah, audience. Different audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the other time, and I, I got into a Twitter beef with with uh, Dream Hampton by um, uh, unwittedly because – I was okay. saying the first time that I noticed a woman writer was I was reading the sources uh, Tupac interview, and in the interview, you no, know, mm-hmm. like you're in, you know, and when you start, you don't read the name of the author up front. You know what I'm saying? You just right. read, start reading, 
reading the article and it was talking about how Pac was in the studio playing and lighting quarters like putting the lighter on the quarter to it get hot and then putting it on his sleeping friend and and then I was like okay that's that's a you know what I'm saying? That's something that everybody wouldn't point out. You know what I'm saying? But okay, I get mm-hmm. it. I like mm-hmm. that. You seem like a little asshole for real. And then yeah, fucked up. And then, then the next part was like, yeah, we went to the gas station and he had his shirt off and his eyes were on. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> who, who, the hell? Hey. who wrote this? <laughs> so I had to stop and and, and oh, see who shit. wrote it. But then I realized that I was reading it from a a woman's perspective and I had never uh-huh. actually took note of that or account of that and that's what that's what yeah. made me re- realize to understand who I'm reading before I read it you know what I'm saying and to me it was it was just saying that was the breakthrough you know what I'm saying to her she right. thought I was mad about it but I was just saying you know what I'm saying so it definitely it it's a difference when when other elements enter the chat of of the world like you know what I'm saying when Taylor Swift enters the NFL world and takes over the camera mm-hmm. not just you know sideline performance or some shit like that but every play like shit like we we showing her reaction more than the owner or the you know what I'm saying or the head coach. Mm-hmm. The owner ain't sell no records at all. They gonna move no like units. Nigga. But it's been like that for a while now. I remember clearly a uh, few years ago, looking at Twitter, they like, man, what, what's up with this football game at a Beyonce concert? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, <clears throat> it is what it is. It's like, yeah, it's the convergence of two two different audiences and some people are there for this other people are there for that but it's just so funny to see people get so it's like because it's not a one-off she been basically down for the entire season which is and they going to the super bowl so it's just like it's it's crazy to see this is diabolical that shit is diabolical how you play that shit (laughs) yeah man <clears throat> it would it would be it would be way more alarming if say she was dating somebody on the Lions and then the Lions went to the Super Bowl <laughs> all of a sudden. It's not like you know, it's not like the Chiefs ain't better than the Super Bowl. It's that's what they've been doing. Right. But if she was fucking with somebody on the Lions and shit, next thing you know, everybody would be like, nah, these niggas is really writing this shit. This this nah, I don't know. I don't fucking know. All of a sudden. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um but yeah, man, I look, I have it felt good to watch those last two games because I had no real dog in the fight. It would have been cool to see Lamar go to his first Super Bowl. That would have been cool. It would have been cool to see Baltimore versus Detroit. That would have been that would have been fly. Uh I I fuck with Patrick Mahomes, though. I can't even lie, the kid is good. And I guess I got begrudging respect for Purdy, you know? Um, I haven't been following him, you know what I'm saying? There's some people that feel like he overrated. Um, I know I tuned in a couple weeks ago when the Packers was playing the 49ers, and I kind of wanted to see the Packers win. Not that I'm a Packers fan, but just for the upset of it all. But 49ers is doing what they they known to do. They, you know, the shit. They both, what they both number one seeds, I want to say, and they both meeting in the Super Bowl. I might be off, but I'm pretty sure they are. I don't know. But um, it is what it is. It's hard to argue when a motherfucker do what they need to do. 
You know what I'm saying? Detroit, motherfuckers dropping passes and shit. That was killing me. You know, it was, it was what it was. They had the opportunity. They didn't do it. And now we go into the Super Bowl. All right, well, look. It's time for the, the our TV segment. You know what I mean? We're just coming <laughs> larger and larger. But you know what it is. It's the TV segment. I'm going to say this shit up front. One, spoiler alerts. I guess you got to understand that. But then two... Ah, I'm gonna let you take the lead on True Detective because I am I'm I'm I am lost. I'm lost. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like scratching my head. I don't know what's real. Is this real. our first True Detective breakdown? This is our first True Detective breakdown. Two episodes okay. in, or three episodes in. Part three, of it's three, three episodes, episodes in. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm lost too. Shit, okay. I don't know what you talk about. Nigga, this shit is long and confusing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm starting to get it. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to go back and look at shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? For those who not caught up, and I'm sure it's people that we're going to have to give a chance to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But True Detective is out there in Alaska. You know what I'm saying? They are they are investigating some murders of a mysterious type that is unsolved and then some new ones that kind of connect with the old one. Mm-hmm. Of you know what I'm saying, and they didn't show us who murdered the people. They just gave us some you know real, you know haunted house mo- movie type shit where motherfucking shadow just you know what I'm saying, and niggas get all acting crazy. You know what I'm saying? There's some element of the native environments up there. Mm-hmm. Some 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 you know what I'm saying some some portions of of um you know, spiritual warfare, kind of, you know what I'm saying, what they call voodoo or zoodoo or whatever she tried to make a joke about. Um, with the native people, there's a mine that they they digging coal, I guess, from, and that, you know, pretty much finances the town. 50% of the people who live there work there. So, you know, there's a native population that's against the mine, and you know the lady, the one lady that ended up dead was one of the people that was against the mine. So you know people like shit. It could have been half the people, population of the city killed you because nobody wants to go against the mine. So then you have your your story of um um feminist, the feminist storyline that's in there with mm-hmm. with the the uh, lead the lead cop and Navarro as well, both asserting their their um their dominance in their mm-hmm. field and in in their their sexuality, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The way, like you said, um, you know, the 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 one she'll just come to the dude's house and be like, you know, ride them and get the fuck out, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And the other one is similar in the same kind of movement because you like in a isolated town, um, dark think all the time. Be, it, yeah, we're in the middle of the night where the sun don't come up for however long a week. We five days into it now. Right. Um, you would think more people would be booed up, but nah. Right. <laughs> shit, yeah, shit like the purge. It's going uh, for it. Everybody getting to it. Uh, <laughs> the, these storylines, the, these storylines nowadays, the women are taking control of of their sexuality and their sexual prowess. And they they out there hunting just like niggas out for real. So that's where we at with it on, on True Detective as well. Um, 
so you got that stuff going on. Um, I guess, you know, there's these scientists and they all end up murdered. They find them outside in the snow, all frozen, but like scared with their mouths open and all that type shit. Mm-hmm. It was it was six of them, I think. Six or seven. Six. And, you know, then turns out that one of these motherfuckers. No, it's yeah, it was seven. Two of them was kind of alive. You know what I'm saying? Even though they was frozen stiff. One they took in to operate on this nigga. And then the other one was in the ice. And as it melted, he just disappeared. So that's who they're looking for now. <laughs> Right. The, well, he wasn't. He was never there. They thought nah, he was there. They, nah, they say he was missing when they came and and it was like it was only because they counted them up and it's like it's only motherfucking six now or whatever. Oh, the number was. I didn't catch yeah. that. I thought they thought that because uh, at one point, remember they was like, "Yo, we see six people, but nine. I forget whatever something to that effect." But um, <clears throat> I thought when they thawed out, they realized, oh, the other guy has never been there. So you saying. Nah, nah. He, he missing. They actually searching for this nigga. I definitely saw that they searching for him, but I didn't know they searched. I didn't know he thawed out and stepped off. Nah, he thawed uh, out and stepped off. Oh, Niggas, that's hilarious. Gone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Again, I'm a little lost in the sauce. I'm not going to lie. It's just yeah, a lot. It's of, not easy to keep up with. <clears throat> it's a lot going on. Um, some characters look like the same character. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> be honest with you. Don't, uh, don't be like that. No disrespect. <laughs> no, there is some characters. There's one situation where I'm like, wait, is that the same? Is that such a, you know what I mean? So there's that. Then there's also, um, you know, like the dynamic of these things. Okay, so Jodie Foster's character and then my man that thought who kind of looked like Lyle Lovett, but I don't think it is, the other cop, the male, older dude, who, and then it's the young kid. Now, is that their kid? Or I know that's his son. What's their mm-hmm. relationship? Didn't they used to be married or date? Is that, that's not her son, um, though. No, nah, I don't think, I don't think they had a dating relationship. They used I to just jump he off. was a co-worker. He got, you know, saying it's one of them rigid co-worker scenarios. And I think they just moved her there. She wasn't originally there. She was somewhere else. And the guy that she's fucking with is the guy that transferred her to this town. So she probably came in. We don't know the backstory or the whole story yet, but she probably came in. And, you know, I'm saying it was probably a snub snub to him. You know, I'm saying that's why. He's kind of like working, not with her. He's working on his own. Like, fuck that. I ain't working with her. It could be that. It is definitely a lot of that. It's a lot. Navarro barely fuck with uh, Jodie Foster's character. The dude barely fucks with it. They keep sunning the young dude. They sunning him. Like, But, you know, he's he's starting to learn. Um, But it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot. And like I said, sometimes it's, it's, shit is overlapping and then we going back and is this real or is this some fucking dream like shit like it's it's throwing me off I may have to revamp cause on top of it being so all over the place it's still dense as fuck so yeah, it's, it's like it's, yeah you can't dense. look down you gotta you gotta stay focused on this shit like the road um I will say this though what I like about it 
and you know uh <clears throat> and a lot of other shit even a little bit in Griselda but definitely in True Detective um I do like to see when they show detective work you know like I like mm-hmm. that moment when like Jodie Foster and and the young guy when she's asking him so what's the question what's your question mm-hmm. no 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 that's not the question what's the question and why is yeah. that and blah 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 and then they like right having all of these little cues. Well, this comes from that. You know, when there's there's hypothermia, you take off your clothes because you feel hot in the sensation. And, you know, I was like, all right. You know, he was off. It's it's a good, it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole, you know, getting to the right question. Right. That's how you get to the, to solve. Yeah. But it gets to become a, a, a little bit, ABC after school special where the nigga you start getting the lesson behind it was nah that's not it because he'd be right. like come on now goddamn, gotta, gotta walk <laughs> yeah. us through the whole fucking shit man it's already taking a long time man yeah that's where you be wishing for some power universe right right <laughs> all right we get it let's get back let's like, get come back come on now shit now I'm used to I'm used to shit moving at hyper speed nigga oh, we need to man. get the queens in no time <laughs> yeah. yeah they'll drive your ass all the way over there yeah, I do. I do appreciate their casual drop-in sex. Uh, like you said, you know their uh, their sensibility. You know what I'm saying? Like they working hard. <laughs> they working hard on these cases. It's dark as shit outside. Hey, bro, leave the door open. I'll be over there when yeah, I'm over I'm, there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. Just be through. up. Be up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, it's gonna be what's gonna be. Yeah. The, the trip <laughs> shit about it about it being the long night or whatever is that you never know what the fuck time it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like when do these motherfuckers go to work and get off? You know what I'm saying? Like you motherfucker talking about, yeah, you, you know, I'm coming home late or whatever. Be like, nigga, it's the same time as it was last time I sent you. <laughs> right. It's like living it's in a casino. Dark. <laughs> How would right. that? These niggas live in Vegas in the casino. Yeah, you know? <laughs> But think about that, because I wanted that's the first question I actually had when I was watching episode one, is when I saw that was the setup. How do you think you would do? And and I don't know how long it lasts. So, you know, certain places in the world, it could be like six months where there's no no sun, right. from what I understand. So like how long how how do you think you would deal in a situation like that? Where you adapt, like you don't wake up and see the sun sky high. Nah, nigga. I mean, there was times in life where I didn't. There was just all night, and when I did, I was going to bed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, and then you'll see people going to work, and you be like, "Damn, niggas is actually going to work." I gotta go. But you still saw the sun. Yeah, yeah. But if you didn't, you you adapt, man. I don't know how. I never lived in no shit like that. You would it's, it's, you just you do what the nighttime people do. Yeah. Niggas probably have party. They probably day parties probably be lit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit's go forever. Yeah. Uh, Shit's go forever. Shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so I, yeah. I, I don't know. I never considered it because I never been in that type of place. I've never I've th- I've heard I've kind of not considered it, but I've had a passing thought when I've heard about it and, you know. And I I would always I've always wanted to see what Alaska was like. You know, right. Alaska's one of them places that ever since I was a kid, you know, like Alaska, just the way that you hear about it and learn about it, mm-hmm. igloos, polar bears, snow all over the place. you like, yo, this shit crazy. It's like winter all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not that, it, you know, but. Um, <clears throat> nigga, nigga definitely would need a hood Sherpa. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need somebody to help you get through that shit. You're like, you know? Who is this nigga? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, can I come in peace, man. I come in peace. Yeah, shivering. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yo, I'ma try to I'ma try to get my whereabouts. You know what I mean? I'ma try to figure it out. Your uh, whereabouts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kasim, uh, my man Kasim Bentley. He hit me. I think he has some. Uh, I was I was behind, so I ain't really I ain't want no spoiler alerts, but I think he got some theories on it. He's kind of excited about us talking about it. He got some theories. If uh, he hit me, I'll, I'll share those shits next week. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I got some then. theories now. But you know, oh, what you got? Talk to me before we. No, I mean, no, no, no. I'm just you know, I had it before that. You know, this was definitely a spoiler alert. Like, before the guy at the end of this last episode raised up and was like, your mother said hi, I had a feeling that it was her mother out there doing all this damage. Whose mother? The um, native police, Navarro. Oh, who said your mother said hi? The old lady that was... The nigga who was supposed to be dead that they been operating on. And they came in the room, he was just like... Oh, oh, when he had then, the, when amputated and all of that. Yeah, yeah. he started bugging. Oh, I didn't know he other, said that. The, yeah, when the white lady moved out and it was just Navarro in there, mm. he had laid back down, then he sat up. And she mm. didn't see him set up. And he sat up and he was like, what's her name? Um, Navarro? What's her name? Nah, what's her first name? Evangeline or something like that? Something like that. He was like, he was like Evangeline. She was like, what? And then he was like, Something her mama said something your mother said something you know what I'm saying and she was like oh shit and then it went off. Mm. So again with the native people being able with this ESP kind of extrasensory type of shit going on and and the way that you know they talk about the mother being going kind of crazy and then sister going kind of crazy is because they probably dealing with the world that they don't really know how to deal with. But now as a spirit, as a dead person, she's actually in a place where she really understands. And I don't know what the fuck she doing and why she killing niggas up, but she out there doing something. And I think she's, you know, the actual, when they say we work her up, we work her up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the mama. Gonna see. We gonna see. Right. Speaking about another moms, Sweet. let's take it all the way out to Southside. Take it to Southside. Don't raise a cane. Yo, this might be so far. This might be my favorite episode of the season. Really? I I don't know. It's been a good season, but this no, one think, was. Go ahead. I think they they we understand the pace now. Mm-hmm. I think they're learning how to manage the pace a lot better this season mm. um, than any of the other episodes, other um, shows in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're able to cover a lot of ground real fast because there's a lot of different scenarios going on in each of these episodes, but they're moving through them to where it don't feel like that. So kudos to the to the writing now and um, how they're blocking that shit out. Yeah. Yeah, episode 308, Reckonings. This yeah. this episode had three different directors. Dawn wow. Wilkinson, Monty DeGraff, and Sasha Penn. And um, probably, That's what I'm saying. They had a lot of ground to cover, so they probably split yeah. it up. Yeah, and uh, shit was good. It was good. It, they, they definitely, 
covered a lot. I felt like Rock. Uh, I felt like Rock was the thread of the whole episode. Like she was a little bit in all of this shit, but <clears throat> it was it was done well. It was done well. Mm-hmm. She was definitely closing a lot of deals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turning off the lights. <laughs> but um, so it opens up with Lou wilding out, bugging. You know, he's on a path of self destruction. You know what I'm saying? He he is playing himself. He all on her yard yelling, I'm gonna kill her. All of this crazy shit. Yeah, what you want me to do now, Rock? Like, come on now. You fucking shit up. You know what I mean? Get your ass in the house. You know, he's he's bugging. Um, they got, <clears throat> Rock is like, she calls the moms, mom for hire. You know, moms always got an attitude. Moms, <laughs> I like that she get a lot of screen time. But moms is always tight about some shit. I don't know if they really going to break it all the way down. <laughs> they they showing you little bits and pieces. Obviously, I guess Pops was a, you know, was a, a performer and a drunk. Maybe he was in them streets or whatever. Maybe he didn't leave no real money to the kids or whatever. But she's tied up out something and is <laughs> eternally tight and it has passed on to her kids. She feel like her kids don't pay enough to be her kids. You know what I'm mm. saying? I did like the line when um, Rock did pay us some money. She was like, look after your son. You know what I mean? I thought that was that was funny. Um, and obviously, she didn't really look for too long. She burnt up some toast and some eggs and, and lose, <laughs> scattled, skedaddled about it and drunk than a as, motherfucker. As, as Marvin said, you know, she wasn't never good at following instructions. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> we also see that, um, you know, Kanan is, you know, and it's, it's weird because I'm, you know, like, obviously a lot of this is based on 50s life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they take some creative license or whatever. So you always kind of, it's like kind of going back to the source material, right? So, you know, they show Kanan doesn't drink, you know what I'm saying? And he's sitting there with... um with uh what's my people's name um it's, pop um, and snaps yeah pops and snaps pop and snaps who i fuck with they good i just like them as a little as a little old school ass couple you know what i'm saying like they they do this shit well they they were a good little duo and there's a moment and, later on where you know they get their they get their real shine off you know what i'm saying you know what? go ahead and, and and what they bring to this shit well, it just makes it more apparent when they're mm-hmm. on the screen as well. Mm-hmm. Is that Raising Cannon got the best actors in the power universe? Oh, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. collectively, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We knew, we knew. Goddamn, Ghost was carrying. You know what I'm saying? The first right. power. You know, you guys. You know, people was good, but this show got some some good actors in that. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. My man from the wire, uh damn, I can't think of his name with a W. Um Wendell Pierce. Wendell, Wendell Pierce. Wendell Pierce. And I, I don't know what uh Snaps is name, the woman. But she good. Snaps I think the woman Pops or, is I think Pop is the woman. Pop Snaps is the yeah, Snaps is the dude. Pops. Snap is the dude. Pops is uh the woman. Yeah, Pops is and the woman. Pop. Always called Snap and Pop, Pop. and Snaps. Right. Yeah, <laughs> pop and snaps, which is slick. Um, 
So, you know, they got him out there trying to get him to drink or whatever. And it's always interesting when, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they try to, they, they, this is the second time that I've seen, at least the second time, where they um, compliment him like, yo, you so much like your father. What's the mm-hmm. father's name again? Like, um, Defcon. Defcon. Like, but yeah, but so the, it was kind of shady, though, as well. Oh, was it? Oh, 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 saying like we never seen her with no women. That yeah, type of shit. Basically, yeah. she called him gay, dog. Oh, I <laughs> and I think I they said. I think I think I think it's been mentioned about his his um homosexuality oh, mm-hmm. earlier on in like season one. Yeah, but she kind of laid it out there, like you know what I'm saying. You know, I ain't gonna say that, but I ain't never right. seen him with no other. He barely wasn't even fucking with the girls. I rock the only woman I ever seen him with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But he had the grown folks table, so. It's hard to exactly. catch up on everything. Right. And they, they definitely bring that to it. That, you know, as they say later on, you know, when you talk to us, you're talking to your ancestors and your forefathers. <laughs> <laughs> the forebearers. Oh, that shit was the fire. That was, we're going to get to that a little bit, but that, that was a moment. Uh, so we see that. We see, um, uh, What's going on with um? Why do I have this going on? Um, oh, they asked him about the fear of respect. Yeah, they asked him. Yeah, would, would he rather be feared or respected? Ronnie mm-hmm. like feared. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie <laughs> like you know, so he was basically like shit, shit. To respect the nigga, you gonna have to have some fear for him, and mm-hmm. vice and vice versa. So shit. Right. Fear is respect, and respect is, you know what I'm saying, fear to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But mm-hmm. you can see he's, you know, definitely in that lane of um, Ronnie's tutelage. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's, sure. you know, finding his way through that through that lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I got this written down. I guess we're talking about butter. So what is it? Crystal, Aisha, and Jukebox, right? Mm-hmm. That what's going on. And then it made me go on a side where I just had this thought. This is the 90s, right? Um, Aisha was a big name back in the 90s. That was a big <laughs> 90s name. Aisha? Aisha was platinum. I mean, fucking ABC had the song, Aisha, you know. Mm-hmm. But you don't, I haven't heard, I don't know if there's any new Aishas in the world. You know what I'm saying? If you are world, Aisha, in the Muslim world, not in, oh, are just, there? Not in mainstream. Oh, <laughs> is that a Muslim name? I never knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I knew a bunch of Aishas and shit. I didn't know that. Okay, peace, peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, it was it went mainstream, like you said yeah. in the eight, uh-huh. in the 80s or whenever people was born yeah. in the 70s. Or yeah, whatever. when it was being born, it like went, the 70s. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, you know, it went up. It went mainstream, especially in the <clears throat> Northeast. Mm-hmm. Aisha. Yeah. Aisha, that was the shit too. At the playground, you know. <laughs> I remember that cat Red from uh, ABC came up to came up to campus, uh-huh. uh, and this was years after ABC had to come out. But man, it was a little bit of lightweight pandemonium for the young man. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. I was like, oh shit, it's a young star. Uh, so salute to ABC, another bad creation, <laughs> and all of the Aishas out there that can hear my voice right now. You all appreciate it, as Pac would Word. say. Um, 
Oh, but that's what made me okay. So that's what made me think about it. I had the thought because we see uh, Butter um, rehearsing and kind of finally getting they getting into their groove. And it's funny now. I'm kind of getting cool with even um, you know old the tyrant of the uh, of the you know what I'm saying. Their their manager, you know, like. I feel like you. She's invested. You know what I'm saying. It's not. She's just not just playing the the over. You know, overblown exec. Like you could tell. Like she's starting to become invested. Even though she's like, yo, I still cut all of y'all. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But if y'all get this shit right, it could happen. But made me think when they was doing it. I wonder who writes the butter songs on the show because they right. get they get the vibe. Like it's um right. they get the era. You know what I mean? They got and who's, real musicians? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I know. Um, I know Ali Shaheed Muhammad is on music on that show. Oh, so okay. I'm not sure who he's getting to to hop in and and mm-hmm. produce certain things, but they getting the music right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They they, they the famous shit. You know what I'm saying? They getting the time, like even the the um. The goddamn de, not De La Soul, but the bum skitty do bum niggas. The Dyes Effects. The Dyes yeah. Effects niggas, you know what I'm saying? They got the tone right. You know right. what I mean? And that's that's all you can hope for with these type of shits. Cause you get that wrong, it throw the whole shit off. Yeah. There's a woman, I forget her name, and I'm I think she might be on this, but I know she's into the power universe that does a lot of the the uh music supervision as well. And mm-hmm. uh I can't I, I wish I remember the name of her company, but I know she does good work because I've seen, I've definitely watched some of this power stuff and was like, oh shit, I wonder who placed that. Mm-hmm. And it was oftentimes her. We'll find it maybe by next week. Uh, oh, speaking of music, real quick, super sidebar. So it wasn't an 808, it wasn't an 808 uh, hi hat. It was, cowbell. I guess it was a cowbell. And it yeah, didn't yeah. sound it was, like oh, the way no, they it wasn't EQ'd a, it that wasn't shit. a rim shot. It was a cowbell that yeah, you was the, talking about. Yeah, but the way they EQ'd it, it wasn't like your typical. But you know what I'm talking about when you hear that fucking cowbell. You know yeah, what I'm talking it, about? I mean, oh, it was yeah. only two instruments. It was only the the kick, the snare, and the hi hat, and right. then the rim shot, which uh-huh. is definitely a '90s. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? You ain't heard since the '90s, and then the cowbell, which you definitely so, ain't heard since back then. Right, Which that's so, what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it, it was it was the cowbell. Yeah, shout out. But to I, that. I thought you were talking about the rim shot because I was like, that's yeah. definitely some R and B. Right, right. <laughs> nah, <laughs> when I heard that shit, and I, I gotta find some songs with it where I could reference it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just took me back. I was like, nah, this shit reminds me of this era. But um, yeah. So the butter songs is cool. Um. We starting to see that um, Kanan and Ronnie, they moving the South Side heroin, you know, turning well, into wait, the company. Oh, okay, before go ahead, go you ahead. get the Kanan and moving. Okay. Uh-huh. First of all, they got Marvin on. Marvin got a lot of jobs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got a lot of jobs. That's why he always hungry. Mm-hmm. But he on reconnaissance this week, you know what I'm saying? Track down what Kanan got going on with the old heads. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... First of all, this nigga parks the Lexus with the BBS on the block. You know right. what I'm saying? Trying to be subtle. <laughs> and yeah. Like nobody see, like, come on, nobody sees that right. burgundy ass Lexus on gold BBSs on the block, nigga. Right. 
Yeah, that was a little much. You yeah. just ain't paying attention. Just yeah. your uncle car, like niggas know your uncle car, man. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he was supposed to be incognito. Mm-hmm. But so he follows, he following the drop. You know what I'm saying? He jack up the runner. What the fuck is y'all moving? You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. still still the pack. Well, well, he opened the pack and then just steal that one little thing and, and told the nigga to get the hell on. But you could be doing one to nine, nigga. You know what I'm right, saying? Trying to right. trying to mm-hmm. impart some knowledge on the way out the door. A little scared straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm Meanwhile, he's just scoping the competition. <laughs> um so he on he on reconnaissance. He get the pack. You know what I'm saying? Then they discover. Then fucking Quan is telling Ronnie, you got competition out there. Like they didn't know it was other people selling heroin in fucking Queens. Come on, man. Stop. Right. Like this is when the first day heroin was dropped on the streets. So mm-hmm. now it's all of a all of a sudden a problem that there's some competition. And that now Rock gotta show the competition. Uh, you know what I'm saying? She means business. You know, give him a lesson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then Marvin discovers, turns out, that the competition is baby boy. Yeah. Sun done. Yeah. Sun done. So, yeah. So, she find that out. Um, In the meantime, Lou is still going through it. He is just drunk and, like, suicidal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's suicidal. He don't want to, he's just kind of like, it's hopeless. You know what I'm saying? He don't really, he don't see an end to the to the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? And he's bugging out. He almost gets robbed. He's like, yo, come on, what we going to do? Stab me. And he pull out his gun. He starts shooting. They run off. He fall down with the gun. Damn near about to pass out. You know, he's, 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 it's not looking good for Lou. It's not looking good for Lou, but it's funny because Marvin is trying to save him, but it's just, Rock don't really have any patience for him. She's kind of over this shit. Like, he's bugging, he grown, he need to get his shit together. I thought it was kind of cool, you know, just kind of, I guess as a reminder of when things were all good, when she's looking at the little photo and they all got the little, um, the, um, Fucking uh, the spray, the what do you call them shits? Like the little shirt king shits. What do you call that shit when you spray? It's not spray paint. It's airbrush. Thing. The airbrush. They all got the little airbrush shirts on and shit. You know what I'm saying? As a little family, um, that shit was cool. Uh, just to kind, of, I think it was just a kind of reminder of when it was all good. You know, now the shit is getting fragmented. It seemed like an old omen of Lou yeah. being up out of here. <laughs> Lou, I mean, it, I feel like there's an omen for like you know. Last week you were saying Marvin's looking like it shit might go like left he for him. Go to jail. Yeah, yeah. Lou, we'll see how, yeah, looking suicidal. And yeah, you know Marvin. The only thing stopping her from killing him. Yeah. Uh, huh? She looked at that picture like shit. Yeah, get rid of <laughs> like Griselda. Right, 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 right. With the I gold don't trust Uzi. you either. I'm going to kill you, bitch. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who told you to stop barking? <laughs> Yo, she was wildly. She was wilding out. Anyway. Yeah, she, um, went, she went all the way out. Yeah. 
So then, um, what do we see? We see Lou going through it. Marvin trying to save him. Marvin having lunch with the white guy who's now turned informant. You know what I mean? Fake writing a story, but he's turned informant or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Marvin is kind of hip to you asking way too many questions. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So he kind of, he definitely, definitely kind of caught him to were like, yo, what's going on here? You know? So we'll see if Marvin is, is, uh, quick enough to kind of shut that whole thing down. But at the right. moment, it's looking a little nervous. Um, we got famous, just kind of like famous got a job. Yeah, got a job at the bar. <laughs> got a job at the bar. Got some some access to some uh, to the studio, you know. So we'll see. His 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 Tommy jacket reminded me back when Tommy was on fire. You know what I mean? The little hill figure jacket. That shit was kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. So that was that. Uh, we talking? Oh yeah, I like uh, I like popping snaps. You know, been paid but, and stay paid. Right. Uh, so, understand. so go ahead, go ahead. So with pops and snaps, there's there's a couple of meetings, right? Yeah. You got you know the Canaan meeting with him and Ronnie. But one uh-huh. thing I want to say about that particular meeting, before uh-huh. we move to the Rock meeting, mm-hmm. was that Ronnie got a whip. <laughs> What? Ronnie Whip sitting on them BBSs. He is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did kind of see that. Uh, I'm trying, I don't remember what kind of whip was yeah, it. Yeah, he, he had an infinity. Oh, yeah, right? he had but the infinity. This back in the day yeah. when infinities first came out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, with the, that was like a J. That was like the J30 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah, around yeah, yeah. the bubble the bubble joint with the BBS uh-huh. on that bitch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like he ain't, he ain't, he don't have no style. That nigga got a little style with his cars, but he just about that work. Yeah, yeah. He definitely got good taste in cars because when he stole my man's car, that shit was fire too. Right. He, ain't, he ain't fucking with no bullshit. Yeah, I did see him pull up. But yeah, so he had that. He had the meeting. Yeah. Then, and then, the, uh-huh. then Rock came to meet. Right, right. And Rock, we had to talk about Rock's tour. You know what I'm saying? She was on man. tour this weekend. Was she? Power, power style. She was campaigning. She was campaigning. She was meeting with everybody. Uh, yeah, and making and making plays. I forgot about my man, the Chinese cat. You know, right. she's uh, she had a meeting with him, and then the brother he was want to go for her. Yeah, so Marvin shows up, paparazzi. Just, the, this the, nigga got the, so many jobs. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But um. Yeah, so Rock comes in, meets with Pop and Snaps. Or do you want to talk more about nah, the nah, Rock go ahead, tour? Go ahead, okay. Go ahead, nah, go ahead. So she comes in, meets with Pop and Snaps. And this was a good this was a good scene cuz I already like Pop and Snaps off rip. But um uh it's Pop and Snaps, right? Or is it Pop yeah, and Snaps? It's Snap and it's Pop. Pop. Snap and Pop. Yeah. Anyway, so it goes to meet them. And this, you know, I already like that. They got good chemistry on camera together. They, they, you know, the wardrobe is cool. Wendell Pierce is a hell of an actor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> them niggas was matching like a motherfucker with that yeah. Coogee. That Coogee, uh, goddamn, uh, what's the name? From Harlem. Uh, 
Married to Clothes. Oh, Dapper Dan? Yeah, the, with the Coogee Dapper Dan on. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, put, they, had that shit to, they had that shit together. They looked like a little... Little, little, they had Ashford and Simpson chemistry. You know Gangsta what I'm saying? Ashford and Simpson. You know what I mean? Yeah. So boom. So they over there. They, they, they doing their thing. So Rock come in. You know, speaking of a thoroughbred. You know, but that's what uh, what old mm-hmm. Snap said. And um, uh, Rock and Rock was. Rock was looking good this episode. Rock was coming through. Rock was looking like new money. You know what I'm saying? Rock was out here campaigning all the she way. Like, the yo, I'm, like, yeah, I'm back. Right. I'm back. Do remember. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Clue. But uh, so she come through. And then um, so she sit down. She tight. She done really already. Oh, we also got to talk about. Because Rock is slick. How she'll diffuse shit. She can't really kill her son. So boom, she calls social services on the son. You know what I yeah, mean? You, you got to stick to the story. Well, no, this is pre. This is prior. I know you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. This is prior before she even goes to. I think this was before her meeting with the people. Because I think this I is still know. part of her tour. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Okay, because I'm thinking that. I think it, that it don't matter. She, just just continue. yeah. It's so she good. boom. She she calls social services. Kanan's back at his, you know, his little spot, laid up with Crystal from Butter. You know what I'm saying? Living like an adult. And here comes social services knocking on the door, like, Kanan, what's going on? You you know what I mean? They smoking weed. You know, they they living like this. This motherfucker is all the way truant. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yo, what's going on? This y'all in here doing this type of shit. I, I'm going to have to, next time you see me, I'm going to have them boys with me if you're not back Man. at home. It just go to show they all quick to send the police on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you that's some mama. Shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's either, yeah. it's either that or we, I'm gonna have to. I don't have to pop you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, look, this is this is the best way to do it. Let the cops do this. Let the cops get you out of the fray, and then I have to deal with whatever collateral is left. So boom. So there's that. Uh, can't feel away. He go tell Ronnie. <laughs> right. Ronnie gives social service woman a stern talking to that Ronnie shit. <laughs> you, know, Ronnie. you know, that straight back but linked over. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh huh. So Ronnie gave her some shit. Came back. You ain't gonna hear from her no more. Don't even worry about it. He like, all right, back. You know what I mean? So Ronnie then did some crazy shit. So now we go to the to the meeting where Rock come in with snapping pops. And um, and uh, you know she's saying, "Yo, I don't want you doing business with Kane no more. Shut that down. You know what I mean? That's not gonna happen no more. Um, you know what I mean? I, I don't want it. Blah blah blah. And they like, I thought you was retired. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's not about that. You know, it's my kid. This that and the other thing. Whatever, whatever. But I hear you back in the game. That's when this is when we start to get the we get the actual backstory on them." They like, yo, we already know you back in the game and you fucking with uh, DiStefano, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. who love black women. You know, I'm the right. nigga that set him up with his first piece of black tail way back in 87. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the I'm the cat that put him on and you'll be cool with him until, the only reason you even cool with him is because you look the way you look. He got a little right. crush on you, but I already run him. If I call him, he'll shut you down immediately. You know right. what I'm saying? And then she's like, well, look, this, this, this can't happen. Da, 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 da. He talking about, you know, um, 
You know, you can't really, you look, look, I don't, I'm not even working with him directly. You know what I'm saying? I'm working with, with some people that's working with him, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, they did. Then, they didn't even say they was working. Then, you know what I'm saying? They was vague as politicians yeah, as street yeah. people do. They was just like, you know what I'm saying? He's a third party associate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. the trip shit uh-huh. was was pop started really popping off. She pop yeah. insulted her. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I knew you when you was in pigtails doing jump rope on your, on your mama porch. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, motherfucker! I'm grown now, nigga. So yeah. they, she went, she crossed the line for real, and 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 Snap knew that they was a, you know, what I'm saying it was inevitable that the clash, you know, what I'm saying was yeah. was happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. she, she at the end. Snaps was kind of like, is this shit with Ronnie worth it? Then mm-hmm. she was like, then then pop, then Snaps was like, shit, the moment she walked in the door, this one by Ronnie no more. This was by right. us. And let them know that yeah. we ain't the ones to be fucked with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you tell <laughs> me a, what I can't do? You know, this yeah. how niggas get drawn out of retirement and killed. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, speaking of not to be fucked with, we got to talk about the almighty jukebox. Now, <laughs> this was a hell of a scene, yo. Yeah, she done got so, a promotion. <laughs> oh, man. So, jukebox yo, almighty. You know what I mean? So, boom. So, jukebox. Jukebox. Chilling. You know, she done become leader of the, leader of the um, butter, you know. And uh, she the one that's, that's calling the shots. Know how to speak to the, to the tyrant manager. She's the lead now. Crystal feels away. Aisha understands. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, Jukebox already, Jukebox and Aisha already see that Crystal is messing with Kanan. She's trying to, you know, get some information out of Kanan. Kanan kind of, he don't really even peep it. So he kind of, yeah, I guess. You know what the fuck going on. He know a little bit, but he's still a little too liberal with some of the information. Nah, he liberal with it because he don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because she told him not to fuck with the chick. He doing it anyway. He going to the basically to the rehearsal. He's standing in front of the door. He know what the fuck he got going on. I'm talking he that about type of when, I, but I'm talking about when they laid up, and she's like, "Yo, what's up with your cousin? Did the cousin talk about me? Da 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 da. What's up? Like she trying to find out where yeah. your cousin be at." You know, and yeah. I feel like yeah, he ain't peeped I think it's that a, part. Huh? What? He ain't peeped that, that part. No, he ain't peeped that part. That's what I'm saying. He a little, he a little. Oh, he wide open still. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really got his handle all the way there yet. When it comes to when it comes to the ladies, just yet. He's like just out here trying to enjoy life, but he don't see some of the. He don't see that he being used a little bit too. So anyway, um. So they find out with Jukebox. Jukebox on the platform waiting for that train. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> waiting for the train. Looking down and the goddamn it, tunnel. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, two girls come down. Hey, you Jukebox. Said, yeah, who looking? Next thing you know. And I love that they go with Onyx Slam. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was, that was a little cool little moment. And then they start getting it in. Boom, boom. But Juke is ready. Juke handling business. Bing, bing, bing. You know, I'm dropping girls. Ding, ding. For a hot second, though, I thought it was a wrap because how it ended was like the girl pulled the knife out and, mm-hmm. the, and you know, they, the, it looks like the, the door's closed. Yeah, it looks like the door. It's a, store, a standoff. It looked like the door's closed and she was mm-hmm. going to miss it. So we yeah, like, she missed the train. 
Yeah. But she finished that business. She handled business. So, boom. So, now they at the uh, at the rehearsal, Crystal and Aisha. And, you know, Crystal acting as if she don't know what's going on. They looking for Juke. And Juke don't seem like she ever really late. She very prompt, you know, on point, whatever. And um, Aisha's like, well, let's wait a little bit. You know, let's wait a couple minutes. And then here come Juke coming through. Last minute, you know what I mean? Damn near unbothered. You know what I'm saying? A little, little scraped up, but it ain't nothing. Small thing to a giant. You know, I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Yeah, we ready. I was two minutes late. You know, the train got a little late, whatever, whatever. What's going on? What happened? Slipped and fell. You know what I'm saying? Step to old Crystal. You know, you, you sent your little two punk shorties to come through. I had to handle that. I ate that. You know what I mean? Whatever she said, but it was nah, just she real said, menacing. I would tell you exactly what she said. What she say? What she, she said? went. She went up to the to the to the uh, the boss lady, and then she's uh-huh. like, you know, what happened? She's like, I slipped and fell, which the boss uh-huh. lady know is cold word for some type of violence going on. Uh-huh. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because she she's it. savvy, street savvy enough. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she walks up to to uh, Crystal. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah. Your punk ass friends went home with lumps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with yeah, lumps. Dang, yeah. dang shit, and you ain't uh-huh. either. <laughs> right, right, yes. Yeah, it was a moment. It Your punk ass friends went home with lumps, nigga. That was the hardest shit out yeah. of all these little niggas on this movie, on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, she held her own. So we see, you know, and we already know from later on, Juke get busy. You know what right. I'm saying? So she, I guess she didn't had hands since way back. You know, and you know, she moved like that. The way she'll challenge Kader, she challenging everybody. She's not one of these people's going back down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was dope. Um, now, you know, I already told you we got we caught the Chinese cat in the middle. You know, got caught out there doing too much. Um, uh, what you call it, Juliana's cousin? You know. Rock has yet another meeting with Juliana's cousin. Mm-hmm. Juliana's cousin got the, you know, the classic turtleneck with the chain combo, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it was very iconic for that time. And I guess it still, it still holds on. Like it's still, it's a statement piece. A, a turtleneck and a chain combo is, is definitely <laughs> one of those on the, on the get money nigga mood board. But um, <laughs> so boom, my man's there. They have a quick meeting. Um, then uh, you know, we see Rock pull up on Juliana, and right? As she said to Pop and Snaps, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about who was there first; it's who's there at the end to turn the lights out. Right. And she definitely turned Juliana's lights out, and it was it was it was a little. For me, it was a little anticlimactic that, because you know I've been I wanted to see some fisticuffs between the two of them. Well, I kind of wanted to see a cat fight, but it, it is was, what it is. It was a giant and a it was you know what I'm saying a muskie yeah. man. It was you know what I'm saying it was she yeah. wasn't even on the level for it to be nothing like that. Yeah, you know what I guess saying? so. On, on on that, and she probably is just was a setup for this whole whatever finna go down. But see, when you talk about the the uh, rock tour, you know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. did Snaps and Pops. She did Oh Boy, the Chinese Restaurant. Uh-huh. She did uh, Juliana, Killed her Down. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But she also did Pernessa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And yeah. Penessa like, nigga, I don't want no parts of no Ronnie. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep my son. I know you're trying to keep your son safe, but I'm trying to keep my son safe. You know right. what I'm saying? But she did tell her enough to tell her that he was fucking with Juliana. Juliana. Mm-hmm. And then she realized she said too much. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. You She's like, I, I can't tell you nothing else. I, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was enough to get Juliana head split. Yeah. And now I'm curious. I guess that's really going to impact Ronnie now. He don't got no, he don't have a plug right now. Right. You know, because he was never doing business with the cousin. He was doing business right. with Juliana right. behind and the cousin's was, that back. That was another one of rock meetings. The, cu- the cousin. So she had mm-hmm. Snaps, Pop, Pernessa, the cousin, Juliana. She was the and the Chinese and, and uh, Chinese man who wanted Hong's deal. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of yeah. fucking meetings in this. <laughs> she moved around. She moved around. Champagne campaign. She right got it to up. it. So uh, it was a good one. It was a yeah, good one. Yeah, it was yeah, probably yeah. one they, of my favorite episodes of the season, if not they, my they're, favorite. They're mastering the format of what they're doing. I, I like what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Any predictions before we jet? Um, not at this point. Other than you know, what I'm saying I know they're still on the scope for Marvin. Lou looking suicidal. I don't know if he's gonna do it or not. That's what that's at the end that he was looking at the gun sitting in the car. So I don't know if he's gonna do something. You know, what I'm saying famous got a job like you know my man on the McDonald's commercial. Um, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. might he might make a hit over there in the corner. The shit got to pay off some kind of way. All this rapping, you know what I'm saying? Before he go to jail and become, you know what I'm saying, a jail legend. Um, now, nah, I mean, that's it. I don't have no predictions. I'm just enjoying the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just with it. I'm just with it. I'm along for the ride, man. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, we got. I guess we got two more episodes left till we to the end of the season. So. Next week is the penultimate episode, which is typically those are pretty good. So we'll see what happens. But I want to say this. February 8th through the 10th, DC Improv. Get your tickets now. There's still a few tickets available. February 8th through the 10th, the DC Improv, DamianLemon.com or DCImprov.com to get your tickets. Also... February 16th and 17th, City Steam, Hartford, Connecticut. Tickets on DamianLemon.com, too. Tickets still available February 16th and 17th, City Steam, Hartford, Connecticut. Come out to the show. We're going to have a good time. Please go ahead, cop them tickets immediately. And until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Yeah.